I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ay, 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 ay. Por mi otro one that I think has come again to Mexico City. Ay, 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 papi. Thank God for the pre-race. Uh, th- for pre-race. Thank God for the pre-race. Given the race, we're going to have to do a lot of talking about the pageantry. Yes, let's talk about the off-track drama because I feel like we're not going to get to much on-track drama. Here's what happened. Daniel Ricciardo hit someone. That, there we go. That was the race. That was, yeah. that was the Formula 1 Mex- Mexico 2022 Grand Prix. Uh, it was the good bit, wasn't it? That bit was... the That bit, like where... where Danny Ricardo hit somebody and then went on his little drive. That race is like if Smells Like Teen Spirit was three hours long and there was only one chorus and it was 30 seconds in the middle. On a bung horse and three hours of me like this I'm going on for ages and it just carries on. It just this does that for three hours. Yeah. Just this bit. It just keeps going. There's a good 15 minutes of that before. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo hit Sonoda. Turn the lights out. I I very much enjoyed the uh, mariachi. Uh, um, do 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 do. Ay ay ay. I think they they must get like um uh like focus groups of people from the place where they're doing the races and like so you know how like in the japan they like i guess like you know i guess you do all the japanese stuff in the oh you get the guy with the samurai sword. in the preamble before the bullshit so they must focus group like the the people where they're going the people from where they're going and go look do you like it when we do this do you like it when we go oh, do you like that or do you not like that because we want, we want to do it only if you like it. And Mexico, it seems from the look of the race, like they're the sort of people that might be up for a laugh. Go, yeah, 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 that is our music. They also... Uh, Which is uh, why I feel so comfortable doing that voice. It's because Mexico is such a big market for Formula One because one third of all the merch sales are for Checo Perez globally. One third of all Formula One merchandising is for Checo. So clearly they get some freedom because there's no... There's no Silverstone. Like when it comes to Silverstone, they don't do like a Chaz and Dave version, do they? Which is a missed trick. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Rothschild has about a race now. Michael Messi, Michael Messi, Michael Messi, Michael Messi. Megaton, 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 Megaton. There's none of that. There's no French. They don't change it. Why does Mexico get their own theme tune? I don't know. I'm jealous of their like strong cultural identity, if anything. Also, I couldn't help but notice at the home race, Checo's kids were stood right behind him, which uh, not the case in Monaco. No, there were nowhere to be seen, were they? <laughs> you know who stood right behind him? Yeah. Uh, a yeah, lot yeah. of women that he wanted to grind up against. Um, I just want to say before we get cracking on the race and everything, 
Brundle had the pit walk of his life. Yes. It was, to paraphrase Alec Baldwin, an unbroken boulevard of green lights for him. Everyone he wanted to talk to. And he couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. He almost has, like, getting rejected built into the (laughs) fabric of his demeanour. But no, it was just... He, got, he had Norris and then Ocon. And then as he left Ocon, he sort of giggled to himself. Like he wasn't even really on mic. He just went, <laughs> love that mic. <laughs> I, love, I love him. Uh, like, which made me love Ocon as well. Then he goes to Alonso and then he says into the mic, oh, Alonso never wants to speak to me. Oh, Fernando, how are you going? And he starts speaking to Fernando Alonso. Then some hot woman walks past and he goes, you all right? And she goes, yeah, how are you doing? And he goes, oh. And then he runs after her and taps her on the shoulder and goes, um, what's your name then? And starts flirting with this woman who then says, Brad Pitt should never have walked away from you. It was really, really rude. Everyone should stop and talk to you. Oh, thanks very much. Ha! And then runs away to Will I Am. And then a Dutch DJ who was DJing the whole event. And I've never seen, look, obviously it's unpleasant to kind of tar somebody with, you know, a, 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 a brush of unpleasantness. He was a racist though. He even said Dutch pride at one point. Felt like um, it felt like Brundle was getting the karmic rebalancing for Brad Pitt, basically telling him to do one last week. Brad Pitt wrote him a letter of apology. Um, I there's, there's don't a, think he did, but there's I'm a, sure whoever is employed as Brad Pitt's PA yeah. did write <laughs> yeah. a very nice letter. Yeah, when that Brad Pitt's PA has that paper that says from the office of Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. they? Uh, whoever uh, wrote the letter, I'm sure, uh, stamped uh, Brad Pitt's signature on it with his signature stamp. Yeah, and then and, uh, and then that, the wax ring with the signet signet ring. Yeah, which is just Brad Pitt's gorgeous face that yeah. they, they punch on the, <laughs> on the red uh, Also, okay, why the why is Will I Am at every race? Um, is he a, does he work for F1? Is he like a secret race director or something ridiculous? He's, uh, whenever he speaks, he's got that quality. You know, when you speak to somebody, and it's especially true of a lot of famous people who um, who have this thing like where they're going, ah, oh, lucky you, you get to hear what I think. But they're dumb. But they're speaking as if they, they've heard a smart person speak. They go, that's sort of more or less what it should sound like. But they're trying to put these sentences together with no thoughts in their brain whatsoever. So I just think that like technology is like great. And this is like a great place for that. And like music also has technology. And I think the overlap of like where we're at with music at the moment and where we're at with Formula One, like the technology and the advancement, it's just really exciting place to be here right now. What are you talking about? And, and also, it's, there's no point in asking you, Will I Am, because you don't know. And also, Will I Am, you wrote a song called Let's Get Retarded. Well, yes. How can... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that is bad, actually. <laughs> how can someone... <laughs> how can someone who, who, who considers himself an entrepreneur, how does he not look back and go, yeah, you know, every interview should start. Hey, Will I Am. Who are you hoping wins today at the at the Mexican Grand Prix? He should, first of all, I'm really sorry about let's get retarded. <laughs> but Lewis Hamilton, I hope. Great shout for the rich people have no taste in sunglasses. Um, oh my, Horde yeah, fame. absolutely. Also, Brundle got to ro- drive in Pedro Rodriguez's BRMP15 before the race. Oh, fantastic. It's like Martin Brundle. Martin Brundle, it was the it weekend. Was the, the, the real life. winner was Martin Brundle. Yeah. Drive of the day. Martin, Martin Brundle. Yeah, Brundle's wife's eyes are going to glaze over when he gets home and tells her about sugar. How was your trip? Expecting him to go, yeah, good. I'm just going to have a shower. Then I'll get. She goes, yeah, lots of errands for you to run. This time she'll go, how's the trip? And he go, okay, put a coffee on. And you'll just see her go, oh, no, why did I ask? <laughs> and he'll have, he, George Russell lent him a helmet. 
and he'll have signed it and got oh, to keep it. And he was looking cute. all pudgy in the Merc gear. Um, Max Verstappen's helmet this week was uh, made from 24 karat uh, gold leaf. Nice humble way to win your second world championship title. Is that what you're looking for in your F1 world champions? Humility from your 25-year-old <laughs> world, two-time world champions who have been riven with like the, the self-confidence almost to the extent of it being a disability to the fact that he can perform where he's able to perform now. Just, just a mad week all round in Formula One. First of all, uh, Red Bull finally fined um, seven million Dollars, million dollars, which um, won't come out of next season's budget. No, which is crucial. If only they had limit unlimited wealth from it somewhere. If only they could find somewhere where they could find seven million pounds. Warner's probably got seven million in Ginger Spice's pillowcase. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like seven million. I reckon they've got that in cash in the safe in their house. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where the money has to come from, but it won't come from a cost cap. It will come from the. They surely can't just ask like Daddy Red Bull. They can't offer. Can we have? Well, no, they can't because he's dead. No, but like the 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 big Daddy Red Bull in the sky. They're like just. I mean, that's where he is. General yeah. Soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dunker Dee Dee. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. They, they've all got wings there. It's very dispiriting <laughs> yeah. for him. <laughs> oh, that must have been so annoying yeah, yeah. for Dietrich Mateschitz. The who wants to try this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh that was bad that was very bad um uh, what were we saying what were you saying um do they, they could get the money from the soft bull drink company whatever the soft bull the soft drink company. that's what horner causes willie after he's finished <laughs> Ooh, my soft bull okay i'm just going to shake the soft bull <laughs> that's a that's Seven million fine and ten percent less time in the wind tunnel. It's just I don't know a lot about punishment. wind tunnels and like it feels like everybody's saying that ten percent less time in a wind tunnel. Anybody that knows anything that's talking about wind tunnels, they seem to be saying that that is a punishment of sorts, and it will hamper them. Yeah, but it's a bit like um, just being told you can't have dessert once, isn't it? More than anything. It's not a, it's not a steep punishment. Well, I don't know. It depends how much it fucks them up. Well, I mean... Angela Horn- Barnes, the excellent comedian and person on Twitter who often tweets about Formula One, uh, said it doesn't really count as a punishment when you've got the best aerodynamicist, Adrian Newey, uh, working for you, which, you know, you can't I don't think people penalising people can really take the quality of the personnel into account when thinking about the how effectual a punishment may or may not be. Like They're not going to give less time to another team that commits the same crime because they've got a more crap aerodynamicist. It just, anyway. No, the punishment should be Adrian Newey has to go and work at Haas for six weeks. <laughs> that would be such a good punishment. <laughs> they should redistribute the seven million to Haas. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, Somebody else who, who, which other teams? Because there's a 145 million spending cap. Yeah. Uh, then it goes down to 140 next year and 135 the year after that. Yeah. Who, which teams can not afford to even? Does that not affect? Because they can't even. I think Williams and Haas haven't even 
you know, they, they, they and those are the two. No they? fears of going over the, yeah, the cost yeah. cap spend. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, and one thing, whilst I was reading about the cost cap, and this isn't this isn't like a, a this is not part of the judgment on whether or not Red Bull were hard done by or soft whatever. Uh, but the exciting thing about the cost cap from everybody that's written about it is that the effect of the cost cap will become more apparent season upon season as we move away from, as the time when things were deregulated moves further and further into the past. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. And we won't have to um, spend uh, 13 minutes of a Formula One podcast about the Mexican Grand Prix not talking about the Mexican Grand Prix. <laughs> we you might know, get to talk about a Grand Prix next time. If I worked for Red Bull's PR department and we'd been fined 7 million and had our wind tunnel reduction time reduced by 10% because we had essentially overspent on the year before and had a race manipulated um, to favour us to give our driver his first world championship title. If I worked in Red Bull's PR department, I would probably this week say something like, how can we distract everyone from this fine and the shame of the fact that we have, in essence, cheated at this sport? Why don't we boycott Sky Sports because of something Ted Kravitz said in passing and make it front page news the day of the race so no one talks about the punishment or Ted Kravitz because it's on Sky and they're obviously not going to talk about it. I mean, it is such an obvious. Um, <clears throat> What's it called? A, di- a distraction technique? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, dead dead cat. A dead cat. Yeah. So Red Bull's dead cat. You put a dead if you if, if somebody's talking about something that you don't want to talk about at a dinner party and you place a dead cat on the dinner table, nobody's talking about what you didn't want them to talk about anymore. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's Andy Coulson who was David Cameron's spin doctor. It's his phrase. I think if I was working for PR at Red Bull, what I would have done this week is gone. Hey guys. Can Perez win it? Because that'd be quite cool in the whole PR department, Mexico. You know, it's like, you know, over a hundred million people live there. And then somebody at Red Bull go, in Mexico? No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I can't imagine that being true. It's a tiny little place. Well, here's the tiny, thing. Mexico, no, it's tiny. Max Verstappen gets three million bonus per first place podium. So if Perez got three first place wins, it would eliminate the fine that Red Bull have, have taken on. No. I mean, they still didn't care because they don't need the money. Because the they drivers' don't care. bonuses and salaries don't come out of spending cap. Red, how much would Red Bull make a day in just selling the the, the fizzy stay awake? If I knew that, I wouldn't be here with you doing this. <laughs> I would be working as CFO of one of the names that you see emblazoned on the bonnet of those cars. Also, it's not a big deal that Max. Um, has won 14 races and no one's ever done it because there's how many races in the season now? It feels like 60. Yeah. There's, a, there's people. It just never stops. There's, I, I guarantee you in our lifetime, there's going to be somebody who wins more races in a season than that. And they don't win the championship. Because they'll, <laughs> they'll just be, well, yeah, it's one of 40 races. It will stop. You know, like they used to, uh, um, you know, like how uh, airlines treat the cabin crew now where they just basically just make them work until they die. And the mm. shelf life of cabin crew now is like three years because no one can mentally handle it. That's what's going to be like being Formula One drivers. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on, get your super license. Yeah, come on in, come on in. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Oh, he lasted three seasons. Yeah, get him out, get him out, get him out. They're just going to churn them out. The season will never stop. Netflix Drive to Survive will just be a live stream by the mm. time we're 45. Mm. And um, I also, it's also, it's if there's 29 races, 25 races, 14, Max, them lauding it, 
doesn't matter. They're signing contracts left, right, and center. They've just signed a contract next year. You know, this just announced today. Who? FIA have, have announced a race in hell next year. Oh, in hell? They're racing in hell. Oh, that's cool. They've got the Sodom chicane. Oh, yeah. The Gomorrah Parabolica. Yeah. And um, the uh, the sponsor, who would be the sponsor of a Formula One race in hell? Um, I mean, my gut instinct is to say Red Bull, but I feel like that's a bit mean. No, it would be like um, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elon Musk would love it in hell. Say what you want in hell. Where are they going to put you? You'll send me to here. Good Elon, luck. Elon Musk looks like the kind of guy who comes up to you in the gym and asks how many reps you've got left. <laughs> <laughs> What's your song of the race? My song of the race, well, I've taken liberties with both sponsor and song this week. My liberty that I've taken is it's not a um, song. It's an album. Mm. Um, and it's Arctic, the Arctic Monkeys' brand new album, The Cars. Oh because God. I think it, it's an appropriate name. And... I think when you're watching this race and when you're listening to that album, there's every chance that you might go, oh, the cars. <laughs> Remember when this was good? Yeah. Oh, this used to be Remember so when the good, Arctic monkeys were good? Oh, I was eating fish and chips outside the job centre. <laughs> Just millionaires making working class references. The Arctic monkeys. <laughs> Ooh, we were outside CNA and you held my hand in bootcut jeans. <laughs> um, my song of the race is Bad. By Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. I, 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 I looked that up. There's also a James Bay song called Bad, which I'm imagining which is probably worse. Is actually- <laughs> Because I, I don't want to pick a good song. So I've gone with Bad by James Bay. No offense, James Bay, but I'm guessing your bad is bad compared to Jacko's bad. Yeah, which is good. Um, who is your Formula One sponsor of the week? I'm glad that we've made it sponsor of the week and no longer inappropriate or appropriate. It can just be our, yeah, who we want to sponsor the race. Or who did. And Mexico. I've gone um, for Gaviscon. Ooh, oh, because of all the spice. Mm. Oh, that's very good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that um, Huevos Rancheros is the number one breakfast item in America? Yes. I mean, yeah, but only because you said it earlier. Sorry, I should have said no for for the mystery of the pod. But yeah, you said, yeah, but no. Did you know that Huevos Rancheros is the number one breakfast item in America? Seriously? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Fuck. Fuck! Uh, my sponsor of the race is, I know it's on the Red Bull car underneath the Walmart sponsor. Um, there's something called service.tv. Um, so I looked it up. I was like, it has a, it's written so small. Oh, yes. That's, you said, what does that say? And I yeah. squinted. And, and I, I got up and looked at the telly and it says service.tv is a station based in Waldseinsenheim in the Austrian state of Salzburg. Its name is derived from the popular greeting service common in many parts of Central and Eastern Europe. Together with the magazine Service in Stadt und Land, it is owned by Red Bull Media House GmbH, a subsidiary of Red Bull GmbH. The station emerged in 2009 from the station Salzburg TV, which was founded in 1995. That's so interesting. It's just, why are they? That's so interesting. Well, there's a thing, there's a thing in football, which is called financial fair play, whereby teams can only spend as much as they earn. 
So what the you know sports washing companies like the you know uh, the the uh, teams that are owned by Qatar or Abu Dhabi, what they'll do is they'll invent companies mm-hmm. and then sponsor their own team with it to hike their income up unnaturally so that they can spend more. Yeah, interesting, interesting, right? Interesting. They're, they're hiding in plain sight. They've put their own money laundering company on their car. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> And I bet it's this tiny channel that four people watch and it made $4 billion last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's get to our Formula One Grand Premier. Let's get to our race review of the Mexico Formula One Grand Premio de la Suidad de Mexico 2022. How have you pronounced? Are oh, you gone Suidad? Because I couldn't work out whether it was Tridad or Cuidad. Uh, you've gone Suidad. Su- I went, I went. Suidad? Um, uh, Suidad. Yeah. Okay. I might be wrong. No, well, I mean, like, no, we all might be wrong, mate. By the way, just before we get into this, I think for Halloween, I think Horner would make an exceptional Popeye. Yes, he's got the he's got those sort of hairy arms. He could draw on the little anchor uh-huh. like Popeye does, and a yeah. little pipe, and then Jerry dyes her hair black. She'd make a great olive oil. Yeah, I am what I am, and I am what I am, and we didn't hide that money. I was picturing Christian Horner as the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And I, uh, and I like that. Obviously, Toto's, you know, great shout for um, Frankenstein. Um, I think like Max Verstappen goes as like he's, you know, he does slutty Halloween. <laughs> so he's just going like as a, a dead he's cheerleader. Going, he's just going as some like really fucking sexy, but like dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god, here's my ass, but like devil horns. I think, um, I think. La- <laughs> I think Lance Stroll could do a good Yuki Sonoda. Yeah. I think Lance could really pull off Yuki for Halloween. I think, you know, make, whilst it might look good, whether it would be morally good is no, another... No, no, no. It wouldn't be. It would be offensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also think Yuki Sonoda could go as Lance Stroll and they could tag team, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool. Yeah, I think Yuki would make a better Pugsley from the Adams family. <laughs> uh, Bottas could be a good fester from the Adams family. Yeah. George Russell would be a fantastic data from Star Trek. Commander Russell, how are you? Yeah. I'm I'm functioning within mega parameters. <laughs> Captain Picard, that's a nice Loki. One. It was Loki. Oh, he, yes. Because he has the Tom Hiddleston, un, like, he's fuckable but sexless. Handsome but sexless. In 10th place, Nicholas Latifi in 18th place, Albon. Are we doing our race review? Here we are. We're getting to the, I mean, it's not going to be a long race review because it wasn't the most interesting I've race got, of the season. I tell you what, though, it was a fantastic first corner. I felt really <laughs> excited. Didn't you feel really excited? By the time the they got corner? to the S's, every all of us had gone, okay, this is this I, As is soon done. as Max pulled away on the second corner, I went, and done. Yeah. Should we? Like, I, I, I would have, if you had said, shall we go to the pub? I did. I know, but if you had said it seriously, because I know that you're more responsible than that, uh. I would I would have gone to the pub. It was like, it was such an exciting, like, first moment, full of possibilities. And then it settled down into something, like, boring and predictable that you couldn't help but resent. It was essentially like the birth and continuation of every relationship. <laughs> I got so bored during the race that I started wondering what Alonso's middle name was. And uh, I wrote down every driver's full name. So I'm going to review all of them by their full real names today. Okay. So in 18th place, Nicholas. Okay. What do you think? What do you think Latifi's middle name is? Someone quite boring. Um, S- Sydney. Daniel. Daniel. 
Nicholas Daniel Latifi. Daniel, the Iranian-Italian-Canadian. Daniel. Yeah. yeah. God, I mean, there were so many possibilities and they fucking... Maybe he's named after the Elton John song, Daniel. Well, maybe, but I sort of felt like, wow, this Iranian-Italian-Canadian, what are we going to do with this guy? I think uh, I think we know this one's going to be boring. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, uh, he, you know, he finished in 18th and Magnuson was in 17th and he was 51 seconds. Oh, well, I, uh, at, in the, like the 68th lap, I'd written down 53 seconds. Yeah. So he did really well to pull back those two seconds at the end of the race. Uh, uh, no, I think I wrote mine down before you <laughs> <laughs> and he lost two seconds. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, and Alex- amazing. And without incident as well, there was no like thing that happened. Yeah. He just dropped. But the gaps in this race were mad. There were some absolutely mad gaps. Yeah. Between third to fourth, between sixth and seventh. Mm-hmm. And just the whole race in general felt like a pretty bit of a mad gap in my life. Yeah. In the, in the, the, the hollow, empty soul of my existence. It, I, was, uh, it was no better exemplified keeping on the subject of Williams uh, around, uh, I think it was lap 17, watching Albon uh, try and fail to overtake Stroll for five minutes. And at the crescendo of this narrative that the race director had us clinging to the edge of our seat with, Stroll pitted. <laughs> it was it was an, an emblem of the underwhelming uh, energy of that uh, race. Jesus Christ. Uh, 12th place, Alexander Albon Ansocina. His middle name's Albon. Yeah, yeah. Alexander Albon Ansocina. Ansocina. Yeah, in 12th place. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a song that my kids sing. My Bina. Ansocina. Bad boy. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Crazy girl. <laughs> Ninth place, Alpha. Sonoda <sighs> with a DNF. I mean, okay, okay. Listen, who is your dirty air driver of the day? Mine's Daniel Ricciardo because not because he got driver of the day, but because he got driver of the day because he ruined Sonoda's race. Here we are now. It's amazing. Entertain us. He crashed into someone and got a 10 second penalty and driver of the day. That's like shooting someone and and the helicopter's following the, the car getting away and you get away and then going, well, he did well to get away from the police there, didn't he? <laughs> Sonoda's whole role in the race was to be debris. It was like fate. It was like sliding doors, wasn't it? His whole role there was to give Daniel driver of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is some probably like fable uh, parallel to the way that, uh, that works. And also the AlphaTauri team, they're, both of their names are Pierre Gasly and Yuki Sonoda. No middles. No middles? No middles. Keeping it simple. I like them. Yeah. Just like me. Um, at eighth place, it's your, it's, hey, it's your favorite team. 
What you gonna do with all that hass? All that hass inside them jeans? Mick Schumacher in sixteenth, and your favorite driver? Nope. Kevin Jan Magnussen? Nope. Could you read the listeners my notes for Hass, please? Sure. Uh, you just put no in capital letters. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you notebook back. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Wait till we get to Aston Martin. Kevin Jan Magnussen and Mick. Here's something interesting. Mick Schumacher's middle name is Junior. No. So he was named Michael Schumacher. And they went, I mean, we're just calling him after the dad. And then they went, okay, well, let's call him Junior in the middle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the arrogance of it. In seven. You, you got any notes on house? Huh? No. Did you see them race at all today? I saw Mick in the in the grid walk. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. That's the most tele TV he got all week. How did you how did you find him? What, what was his Their PR like? department. Here's the thing with house. It's like normally in between the races, you'd be like, and um um Sergio Perez slapped Max Verstappen with a fajita. And they do all these mad things between the races. Seb Vettel's going down a fire station pole. Ooh, look at him. He's making honey with orphans. Um, but Haas, <laughs> Haas have to hide so much from, they're still like, okay, listen, let's just lay low because the Mazpin shit's not. We can't, let's just, we're still taking all that Russian money. So let's just, we can't do any press with the two drivers between the races. So you never see Mick like paintballing or like go-karting. And you never see Kevin Magnuson doing any of the contractual obligations to boost the kind of social media following that. What, because they're just... Yeah, because I, I think it's because they're like, listen, we're still siphoning off a lot of that Russian cash, so let's just fucking lay low this year, right? <laughs> uh, seventh place, Aston Martin. Lance, Lance's full name. You know it. You know his real surname. Lance. Lawrence. <laughs> his name is Lance Lawrence Stroll. Yeah. <laughs> Strollovich. <laughs> His name is Lance. You had me for nine minutes, Strolovich. Okay, you got me for an hour. Uh, no, it's just Lance Strolovich. Strolovich. I think he should just race under that name. It's cool. Strolovich. Stroll. Lance Stroll is not the name of a world champion. He's going for a stroll. Oh, he's just in the middle of the yeah, field. Stroll is a word that denotes a pace yeah. that you don't want if you're a racing driver. Tell me, I'm gonna make a tell me what sounds faster right now. Stroll or Strolovich. Yeah. Me? I mean, you've loaded those offerings, haven't you? I know. I said them both neutrally. <laughs> Did you? Mm. Um, yeah. I remember when um, a, a friend of mine was in a band called The Faders. Mm. I mean, well, that just strikes me as like going away. You're not like, that strikes me as not, you're not main, you're, you're bye-bye, you're going <laughs> away from my attention. It's not like, oh, here we are. Clutch. If, in your head, when you were a kid or a young adult, what was the name of your band in your head that you thought that would be a good band name? I don't know that I ever had one. Oh, you never had that fantasy? I'm, sp I'm speaking to somebody who has been in several bands. Yeah. None of them good. I disagree with you, but that's fine. Sebastian Vettel, uh, uh, Stroll in 15th, Sebastian Vettel 14th. Um, Sebastian Vettel's full name is Sebastian Vettel. Yeah? Yeah. He should put like four. He should make four his middle name. Because so he's, he's got four world championship titles. And it does feel like we've forgotten, doesn't it? What do you mean? That he's got four world yeah, championships. Yeah, it does feel that way, doesn't it? He didn't really have any, um, I no. mean, I, I can think of nothing of notes he did in that race. I mean, I thought he had a fine race. He did have a fine race, but that's only because I knew where he couple started and I knew where he ended. Yeah. There were a couple of overtakes he got over. I mean, it was just, it was, there, there was no, there was no storyline. Yeah, there was nowhere him. more Aston Martin for, um, for Aston Martin to finish than 14th and 15th. That was the most 
the most predictable ending yeah. for, their, for their race today. It was Lance Stroll's um, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Lance birthday. Stroll. How old is he? 26? Happy birthday to you. Uh, he's, I don't know, 26? Yeah, 25, 26? I guess that. What do you think he got for his birthday? I reckon, I think he got a Cayman Island. Do you? Yes, a whole island. I think when he turned 23, um, his dad said, Okay, Lance, now you've got a Formula One team, but it's a joint Christmas and birthday for the next three years. <laughs> so I think he's... <laughs> I thought you were going to say for life. <laughs> Three years is probably more accurate. Oh, but dad, I wanted to be a world championship tennis player as well. Well, you're going to have to wait till you're 27, son. <laughs> um, Happy birthday, son. You got me for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, when he, I reckon when Lawrence gives him a present, he goes, oh my God, what is it? And Lawrence goes, well, open it and you'll find out because he did not buy it, did he? What has he got? What yeah. has he got? A the baseball glove. Tell me the fucking fire truck then. What am I paying you for, you <laughs> dozy bitch? It's a fire truck. the fire truck. You think your pop didn't know you wanted the fire truck? Get out of here. Seriously. <laughs> Obviously, Lawrence Stroll uh, has uh, married a woman who's far closer to uh, Lance's age. So my final question for the Aston Martin race review of the Mexican Grand Prix is, what do you think Lance's stepmom bought him for his birthday? Mm. I'll, put some, I'll do some sexy music while you think about it. I don't think she bought him anything. I think she, at his birthday party, said, My present to you is this song. And then sang, Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, zoo. And the whole place just stopped. Everybody's mouths dropped to the floor. Lance and Lawrence, desperate not to make eyes with each other, both apoplectically horny as this woman, the, like, the, object of their eternal desire is on stage just hoiking her skirt up a little zooby zooby zoo zooby zooby zoo i don't know any would you know any of that song apart from that bit no that's the only bit it's the famous bit though so i'm getting this giving me the feelings zooby zooby zoo oh yeah so great and then she then she brings over a cupcake with one candle yeah and she looks him dead in the eyes make a wish lancy it's your favorite Vanilla cupcake with vanilla frosting. <laughs> it's completely flavorless and gluten free <laughs> and vegan. <laughs> he blows out and then he wakes up at three in the morning to go to the toilet, doesn't he? And she's just also just in the hallway in a little nighty. Mm. And he goes, Ooh, stepmom. And she goes, Oh, Lance, I didn't think you'd be awake having trouble sleeping. And he goes, yeah, me, me too. She goes, it's not your birthday anymore. And he goes, no. And she goes, well, I can still give you a little present if you want one. Uh, to continue this story, subscribe to the Dirty Air Pornhub channel. www.pornhub forward slash very dirty air. There is nothing we do in this podcast that psychologically gives us away more than... Because it's like, oh yeah, podcasts are fun, isn't it? Because you do them with your mate and the whole game of it is we try and make each other laugh. And that is the only moment at which we stop trying to make each other laugh and we just try and make each other hard. (laughs) (laughs) And what is that as a kind of place for a friendship to be where we're both trying to make each other horny with a story? Because it's our fantasy. We both know it is our fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be Lawrence Strong. Oh, That's my fan. That- yeah, but in this oh. like fictional world that we've created, because <laughs> there is no. All of this is a. 
it says so much more about us than it says about Lance Stroll. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want to be seduced by our stepmom on our yacht in our fake rich life. Oh, my God, a yacht. Uh, in sixth place, Alfa Romeo. Eleventh place, okay. The fastest car in all of the world. It's time for Valtteri Victor Bottas. Time for Valtteri Victor Bottas. Time for Valtteri Victor Bottas. In 13th place, Guan Yu Zhou, as it's correctly pronounced in his homeland. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Bottas... You think that's how they're pronouncing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not, not the way. Guan Zhou. But the words are the other way around, aren't they? Jen, why are you doing that weird accent? Guan Zhou. <laughs> why are you doing that? Uh, but Bottas, um, I mean, finishing in 11th is thoroughly disappointing, especially yesterday when he qualified in 6th. Yeah. And, and on the and he had that... I, I just It just makes me heartbreak and warm inside when Bottas has done well and he gets that cocky... He sits leaning forward like someone's told him how to do a sort of power stance. Mm. Or his girlfriend said to him, Valtteri, you really don't project yourself as a world champion. You should lean forward. Put the microphone here. Put your, your elbow on your thigh. And then he goes, yes, it's time to get in the points. We just need to get in the points tomorrow. It's time for points. And you know, don't, whenever you say it's time for points, we need to get in the points. We deserve points. <clears throat> this one was coming. It's not coming. You, it's jinxing. Stop jinxing it. Nobody be bullish on a Saturday. That's yes. the Formula One's golden rule is that nobody be bullish on a Saturday. But as I was speaking to you about, because we both saw the same graphic on Twitter in the middle of the week, Alfa Romeo, interestingly, fastest car. Yeah. In the world. The fastest car mm-hmm. in the Formula One grid. Faster than the Batmobile. Look at him. Look at him, Joe. Faster than Superman. L- look at him, Joe. Look at him, Joe. 374 mile kilometers per hour. See, Joe is the, is the surname of someone who goes fast. Mm, yeah, not stroll. Do you want to go for a Joe or do you want to go for a stroll? Exactly. I'll, I'll go for a Joe, thank you very much. Show me the do- Show yeah. me the geese. Show me the ignition. Jo- jo- show me the good stuff. Show me the acceleration pedal. In fifth place, McLaren, Lando Norris, whose full name is Lando Norris. <laughs> his full real human name is when he came out of his mum they went he looks like a Lando they, also his parents would have seen Star Wars I don't know I don't think rich people watch sci-fi I think everybody watches Star Wars. no I don't I would be I would be quite amazed if Lando Norris has watched you don't think rich people watch I Star Wars I don't think Lando, Morris, Lando Norris's parents have watched Star Wars no I think they watch the stock market close. Yeah, and then after it's closed, stick on a bit of no, Star then they have, Wars. Then they have a really cold glass of white wine. Oh, and yeah. then Lando Norris's dad goes into the hallway at night and Mrs. Norris is down a little 90. She goes, oh, I thought you were <laughs> <laughs> having trouble sleeping. Are you having trouble sleeping? <laughs> and in... <laughs> This is what we should do for the off season. <laughs> yeah, just it's just up. like fan porn. Fan fiction. F1 fan porn. Daniel Joseph Ricardo in seventh place. Uh, of course. Daniel jo- Very biblical. Yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Daniel yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Yes, please. Is there any room at the inn? There is for Daniel Joseph. Mm. Um, why is there a QR code on the rear wing of the McLaren? It's so that the car behind <laughs> goes, oh. I hope that's a deal. I don't want to miss out. And then they, uh, oh, 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 oh. maybe that's what Sonoda. 
Yeah. Danny was trying to overtake him, so I was a QR code. I'm going to scan. Money off now? Yeah. Uh, ASOS? Uh, 20% off HelloFresh and the first week's free. <laughs> uh, fourth place, um, a very angry. Okay, here we go. Fernando. Hang on. Are we not going to extol the gorgeous virtue of Danny? I know that we've we already of- did it. We already did it, I suppose. I just, yeah. Uh, well, just wanted to say clearly, and in his in the, in his McLaren section of the podcast, mm. going but not to be forgotten, uh, go, well, showing us a little bit of the good stuff. I think he's going to be a Mercedes reserve driver. That's the gossip in the paddock, or a Red Bull reserve driver. Didn't you uh, say the other week? You know, I think. It's, or have you gone back on that little? I think it's teetering more towards if my um if my speculative gossip mill. Rumor contacts, spy connections mm. are correct. He's going to be at Mercedes next year. Wow, that's well. my that's my prediction. Put that down. Put it down right here, right now. Okay, let's get some money on it. Fourth place, a very angry. Um, okay, so Fernando's surname is not Alonso. Okay, it's his middle name. Okay, care to wager a guess as to what his? Uh... Um, Raquelme. Ooh, that's sexy. I, I, if I didn't know, it's in front of me. I would say Downward Dog. Right. That's what a I famous say. Spanish surname, Downward Dog. Okay. It's also a yoga position. Yeah, that's why. Hello, my name is Fernando Downward Dog. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Montoya would be good. Yes, very good. His surname is Diaz. Yeah. And I looked it up. He's cousins with Cameron Diaz. Yeah. He's not. No. Um, and here's, here we go. And in eighth place, Esteban Jose Jean-Pierre Ocon Kelfane. Ooh, also, he's... two drivers, teammates, surnames aren't their real surnames. Yeah. He's mixing his Mediterraneans there, Esteban, mm-hmm. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is that renegade from? Esteban, Esteban. Jose Jean-Pierre Ocon. Kelfin. Yeah, I'm not, I don't trust that restaurant, that's for damn sure. <laughs> They've spread their menu far too broadly, haven't they? French onion soup and a pizza? Fuck off. <laughs> you must try the lamb kofta pizza. <laughs> I tell you what I love about Alpine. Is sorry the, about what about who? Sorry? Alpine, my copine, my copine, promopine sous pour moi. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I didn't know what we were doing. No, I didn't know. We didn't pick. We didn't pick was, a key. We didn't pick a key. We didn't pick a key. We didn't pick a key. Um, is they are the most exciting team, like that have a good car. Do you know what I mean? It's like the, the lots of, yeah. they're like, they're far enough away from the front that they always choose fuck it tactics. Yeah. But they have a good enough car that sometimes the fuck it tactics pay off. Like that thing where they just went, yeah, just stay out for like a <laughs> yeah. thousand years and then come in and stick some softs on and you'll be fine. Yeah, just, yeah. Ricardo was on fuck it tactics as well and it paid dividends for him. Yeah. They all stayed out for years. That, meanwhile, George Russell's going, um, I want to stay out. It's like not, mega to be like um going in so early i hate this and it was a pointless strategy the 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 mercedes strategy turned out to be pointless because the red bull just second guessed it and stayed out on the mediums instead the brave thing to do was to stay out on those stupid fucking tires far longer than you could possibly stand it and then heave forward on the softs at the end of the race fucking yes fuck it tactics also alonso when he left the race and his engine finally um, engine, engine, number nine. When I drive my off the racing line, when my car goes off the track, I'll get out the car, get out the car, get push out the car. Push it back. 
Yes. There you go. And he was walking, waving to everybody, having a big wave, going, thanks, everybody, for cheering for everything that I've done. Not necessarily doing, but I've done. Um, thanks, everybody, for all this love. And he had to, his car almost ran him over. Yeah. It was, he was almost like he, him and Brian Harvey from East 17 were almost like joint answers of a quiz question. To name two people who got ran over by their own car. Alonso was so angry when he got out. And I love when Formula One drivers are angry with their helmets on because they look like toddlers. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, I can't because their heads are so big. Yeah, yeah. And then he got on the moped. And all I could think was, Fernando, listen, you need to temper your expectations because next year you're not going to be as fast as this year. Look at the difference between Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champion, Alonso, You've only got two, even though you said Lewis's seven don't count because he wasn't racing against anyone, even though he had to beat Rosberg and Vettel and, and, and Schumacher and all these other people. He didn't say they didn't matter. He just said they weren't worth as much. Yes, which is, yeah, Alonso, you've got two, all right? Just, but they were worth, but what he was doing is saying, but they were worth loads because he wasn't just. He lost to Lewis and then he went, oh, yeah, no, Lewis's seven the thing don't about count. Him saying like he, they weren't worth as much because he wasn't competing against anybody good. Well, he was competing against you, wasn't he? Uh, in third place. Mercadef? In Mercedes, Mercedes, uh, Russell in fourth, very much being the hall monitor of Formula One this week, and Hamilton in second. Uh, George William Russell, yeah, very, very, a very English name. Those are three English first names. Yeah, George William and Russell, Mm. and um, Lewis Carl Davidson Hamilton. Davidson, both Lewis William Russell and Lewis Carl Davidson Hamilton are both. Remarkably British names. They are remarkable. They're beautiful British names. Yes. Yeah, very, very. To, to paraphrase the pub landlord. Yeah, someone who could either own horses or fix your boiler. That's the, that's the level of Britishness that they are. And what a wonderful, um, you know, uh, system we live in, whereby names can represent people from all from all walks of life. Exactly. These multi-millionaires. Exactly. That they could, in another life, they could have been, you know, installing your virgin internet. <laughs> George was being a little um, bitch. Yeah, a little uh, sour patch baby, wasn't he? This race. Yeah, but he was absolutely right though. Wasn't um, he? Uh, hang on, when I'm coming. I'm, I'm we not... were moaning about him moaning to each other, and then at the end of the race, we went, "Oh, Ricardo, Alonso, Ocon, hooray! The good for tactics for them, weren't they?" And everybody was celebrating what I've described as "fuck it" tactics. And George went, "Can we just fuck it, please? Can we go for madness? Can we go for madness, please? Because I fucked it up, dropped to fourth, let Hamilton by." My 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 grand dreams of, um, you know what he's trained all his life for. I bet he did like a like a little stint being a police car driver because that thing that you have to do in like Grand Theft Auto where you become parallel to the back wheel of a car and just give it a little nudge, <laughs> and you can make it spin but carry on going. He's trained for that. That's what he wanted, and he wasn't able to do. I mean, it he's done that a lot this season, hasn't he's he? He's done it a lot this a season, lot and this it's season. so great to watch. But no, his tactics were right. So he was bitching and he was totally, totally right. As I will also say in his defense, he quite often is. All right. Jesus. I didn't realize I was with the George William Russell fan club. I am a big George William Russell fan, actually. Jeez. He reminds me a little bit too much of that train loser. You know that loser? (laughs) Who I hate. And everybody who's fawning over this, oh, oh, there's a train going past, and oh, 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 look, there's a train. Shut the fuck up. Francis Bourgeois, that that, guy. That's not his name. That's his name, Francis Bourgeois, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see, he's I'm here watching the 1152 
1155. Maidstone from... to London Bridge. Oh, oh we're, it's in. going to Chertsey. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hoping for some good tones today. I mean, the him and George Russell are pretty. George Russell should go as him for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's for... what could have happened to George Russell if he wasn't good at driving. Well, from one Versace model, that train guy, to another, let's get to Ferrari in fifth and sixth place. Carlos signs Vasquez de Castro Jr. and um, Charles Mark Hervé Percival Leclerc. I tell you what, Carlos signs Vasquez de Castro Jr. He can import some very good cocaine to a Swiss bank. And the guy who's going to open that account is Charles Mark Hervé Percival Leclerc. That I can guarantee. They are the ultimate depressing team at the moment. Everything this week for, for Red Bull was... was Meant Horner in the uh, press conference when they went, they went, hey, do you think you should apologize to the F1 fans because, uh, you know, you've kind of dragged the sport through the mud a bit. And he went, no, I think all the rivals should be apologizing to us because we didn't cheat. And I felt like I was like, oh, you know that bit in Rush when he puts the cassette player in the journalist's mouth and punches him in the head. Uh, I felt like afterwards Horner was going to find the journalist and try and fuck him up till he realized that the journalist was six foot and Horner's five foot two. <laughs> also, I don't know if there's any situation in which I could be asked publicly, would I like to apologise, no matter what I'd done or how awful it would be, and for my response to be, yes, I would like to apologise, because you've told me to, you fucking shit. I, there is no, my pride and ego just wouldn't let me say sorry Yeah, but he's anything. The rage in his eyes. When oh, they, yeah, yeah. Because he did something wrong. Yeah. And he knows it. Yeah. 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 Just that. He, just the absolute <laughs> anger. And for some reason, he was sat at a table. when They never interview them on tables anymore. And he was for some reason, he'd gone in and he's like, I actually insist on a table with a glass of water and a gold mm, park. I actually pen, wear please. glasses, by the way. Yeah. Like plus three, actually. Yeah, if you didn't I'm actually know. wearing my glasses. Thank you very much right now. Because uh, I can see uh, not well, which is how I accidentally doctored the finances of my team. You I, I just missed the zero because I'm long-sighted. That would be, a, I would prefer if he just said that. He went, listen, I wear yeah. glasses. If they wanted to be likable, they should have made the excuse shitter. I did like as sort of punishment uh, beyond just the wind tunnel, uh, uh, the wind tunnel thing and the fine that they got given, uh, the FIA decided to implement the punishment of uh, Max Verstappen on the podium having to rise through the floor on a car and suffer the indignity and humiliation of Max uh, sorry, of um, Lewis and Checo stood behind him. And Lewis's face, if you get a chance to watch it back, do. Because Lewis is sort of going, like his face is, is is expressing the emotion. Oh my God, I hate Formula One. Oh my God. Oh my God, this is so awful. I hate Formula One. I hate Formula One. I hate Formula One. Oh my God. And Max is on the car going, this is so humiliating. This is, he can't believe that he's on a Formula One car rising through the floor. It's fucked. It's so stupid, and it's exactly what they deserve. Let's wrap up this podcast um, with what I said to you when that happened and what your response was to me. As Max rose up the podium, I went, God, this race has been so lame. And you said, what did I say? Formula One is so lame. <laughs> Everything about Formula One is lame. My name's Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zoo,
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 